Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we, Eve? Jesus loves us, and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. (laughs) Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you, Eden? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it, Eden? Right. We'll see you next time. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. Today I want to talk with you about trusting in God, and especially how to take some time to really slow down and think about all of the ways that we're not trusting God. And you may think, why would that be helpful? That would be depressing. I want to encourage you to take some time to do that because it's actually pretty amazing when you can realize all of the ways that you're not trusting God and then start focusing on little steps you can take to begin to walk in a deeper trust. Because when we're choosing to walk in trust, when we're choosing to walk in faith, when we're choosing to rely on the goodness of God, we start to see That life doesn't have control over us, but that God does. And that his plans are truly good. That he truly is a safe place for us to land. I'm going to be talking with you today using Psalms 31, verses 14, 15a, and 16. The verse The verses say, but I trusted, relied on, and was confident in you, O Lord. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Let your face shine upon me. Save me for your mercy's sake and in your loving kindness. So it's been a stressful week this, this past week, and I'm recording this episode towards the beginning of a new week. So I'm kind of coming out of a week that's been stressful. Stressful for a lot of different reasons. But one of the main reasons is I am working on something behind the scenes that is causing me a sense of fear. Fear to step out in trust and in obedience. Fear to believe that God is going to give me the necessary means and abilities to do what I feel that he's called me to do. And so it's been really easy for me to get swept up in all of the what ifs and all of the past experiences that I have that would 
lead me to question if I'm really hearing from God or is he really going to come through for me? Or what if, you know, what if I fail and what if I'm making all of this up and just all of these kind of spirally loopholes that we can get into these negative trains of thought that may be the best kind of lie because like I said, they're based in some truth. I have prior experience to where certain similar things haven't worked out, where I've been hurt, where it hasn't been the right time and it didn't go according to my plan or the plan that I thought the Lord had. But as I'm sitting here and I'm meditating on this verse and I'm thinking about, and I think to me that's what meditating is. It's truly thinking about each word that's written in scripture. What does it mean? Why is it there? Why is it placed in the order that it's placed? All of those things when it comes to God matter. And so I read this verse, but I trusted relied on and was confident in you, O Lord. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Let your face shine upon me. Save me for your mercy's sake and in your loving kindness. And the first thought that came to my mind was, I have not been trusting or relying or confident in you, especially this past week, week and a half, I've been a hot mess of anxiety, doubt, question, fear. And it's caused me a lot of anguish. And so then from there, I started to think, what what would it look like in this season, this particular season? Because I think... One of the interesting things about our relationship with Jesus is that things build upon each other, but they're ever-changing too. So you have seasons of a particular struggle, and you may have another season where it's a similar struggle, struggle, but it's typically going to have some different characteristics. So even when we have a consistent struggle to trust or have faith, the circumstances surrounding it are changing. And so that allows us to have this ever kind of moving and changing platform for growth. And so I started thinking, what would trusting you with this and relying on you and being confident in you look like? And of course, the first and easy thing that would come to my mind would it would be to not be afraid. But let's just say for, you know, toots and giggles that one can't stop from feeling afraid. Can one truly trust and be afraid at the same time? Well, I think you can, because I think that's what bravery is. I think bravery is moving forward in faithful obedience while one is experiencing ongoing fear. Because if you aren't afraid, or if there isn't a cost or a potential loss or a risk, then how is it really bravery? How is there a need to trust if you know? 
Now, we know that God is good and we know that he provides for our needs. But what we do not know is the elements and the ways through which he will do those things. That is what causes us fear. And so when we're trusting in God and we have the presence of fear or the consistent arrows of doubt, it doesn't necessarily mean we're sinning. We, we sin when we begin to give into those things. But when they're just a natural part of the process of learning to trust and rely and be confident in the Lord, they're actually like a muscle strengthening machine. So trusting in the Lord and relying on him, I think that I was looking at it in the perspective of, I feel that the Lord has called me to do something. (coughs) Pardon me. And my fear is that, well, one generalized fear is that it's not going to work out and I'm going to fail and that will be very painful. But I think it, and, and also on top of that, it's this anxiety of if I, t- if I bring this to the Lord and I'm feeling led to do this thing and then it doesn't work out, then doesn't that mean that either I didn't have faith or I didn't ask the right thing or the Lord just said no to something that I thought he said yes to, which means my relationship with him is all, you know, maybe it isn't as good as I thought. So there's all of these rabbit trails that I personally get into. And I bet there's a lot of similarities there to what you struggle with. But what the Lord told me as I was meditating on this verse is to flip this perception, this perspective of the outcome. Like I'm so focused on the outcome of what I'm asking the Lord that I miss the fact that whatever happens It is his good for me because I'm walking with him and I'm trusting him and I'm relying on him and I'm being confident in him. So it's the point is not the outcome as much as it is the fact that God always does what's good by me. And so if I'm bringing the Lord a request that that I know aligns with scripture and that honors him and that will promote my growth and the growth of the kingdom through, you know, ministry opportunity, then I can rely on the fact and be confident that the Lord is going to answer in whatever way is good. And so it failing or succeeding has no bearing on whether I had enough faith or I prayed hard enough or I was a good enough Christian. The bearing is in the fact that when I bring a request and I pray and I beseech God for something that aligns with his will and his word and what I know he's wanting to do and work out in my life, then no matter the outcome, whatever God allows and by whatever means he allows me to get there, ultimately is the best good. And that takes us to the part of the verse that says, my times are in your hand. That's important to understand because at times that is referring to the entirety of the human existence. 
that's referring to before your conception, when God decided that you were going to be conceived and you had a time, a date and a time that your life was going to become a part of this physical reality. And so everything about us, all of our times are in his hand. And the hand is a very personal and intimate part of any human being. And so it's equally intimate and personal part of Jesus, of the God of the universe. To be in someone's hand is to be in that part of them that can pull you in, that protects you. The hand, not only in in the life of a mother cooks the meals, but it's also the hand that disciplines and it's the hand that sweeps and does all of the hard work. The hand pulls the child in and the hand protects the child and the hand moves things along to bring about the best good for the child. And so when we look at God, our father, with that level of intentionality and personalization and involvement in our lives, we move our trust and are relying from the outcome to who he is. And then it says, let your face shine upon me. That's another very poignant picture of the closest you could get to the very soul of a person, to everything that they have within them, it would be seen through staring in their face. And so to have the face of God shine upon you, to trust that your times are in his hand, that is again taking your faith and your trust and your reliance and your confidence from the circumstances of your life and putting them onto the personhood of Christ. Save me for your mercy's sake. Save me, God, because of who you are, not because of what I have to be or because of what I am or what I am not. Just save me because you're good, because you're full of loving kindness. I think one of the biggest things to point out here is the very fact that he saves us, that we get the opportunity to trust and rely and be confident in him when we are so fickle and undeserving when we want the outcome more than we want him, yet he continues to pursue to try to get us to see that the value is not in the good outcomes of our life. Yes, those are great, but there's no, the value is not there. The value is understanding that God in heaven loves you and that your times are in his hand and that he is what is trustworthy. I want you to be encouraged today. If you're having trouble trusting and relying and being confident in God, you're not alone. You're not alone in the fact that you struggle, but you're also not alone in the fact that God is reaching out and pursuing you. And he is telling you, son, daughter, you can, in fact, Trust me, rely on me and be confident in me because I do have your best good 
in my heart. And I will bring it to pass. And it is not determined by outcome. It's determined by the fact that I am a good God that is filled with loving kindness and mercy for you. I hope that you'll share this episode with your family and friends. I hope that you will be personally encouraged, that you will see that the God of the universe, although big and unstoppable and huge in his power and his reach and his ability, is still a very personal and intimate God that is involved with every aspect and area of your life because you are precious to him. I hope that you will continue to press on. This life is hard, but God is good. Be sure to join me on the web at weedseedsbeautifulthings.com. You can connect with me there. I'm always looking for collaborative partners for the podcast. If you know a wonderful guest or have a topic that you'd like to hear about, I would love to connect with you. I would also love to pray for you. There are contact me tabs and forms to fill out. If you are looking for a speaker for your event, to be a guest on the podcast, if you know someone that would be an amazing guest, or if you have topics you'd like to hear, questions, prayer requests, it's all there. You can also browse my art. You can see my writing. It's just a really good place to connect with me. And if you are looking to follow me on social media, I would love to have that happen. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. Be encouraged, friends, and I will see you next Friday for another episode of the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast.